Welcome to Keeping Tabs. I'm Tab the Croc, and every Monday, I talk to someone here in North Idaho, the goal to connect more people in the Coeur d'Alene area. And then every Friday, I talk to someone outside the community to bring in a new perspective and to learn a little bit about yourself. I would like to thank our sponsor, 32 Below, Froyo and more, located here in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. They did have an issue last week and had flooding, so they are going to be closed for a couple months. But this is me asking you as soon as they open, make sure you get down there, go get frozen yogurt, go get some mimosas, go buy a gift card, support them. They're amazing. They take care of our community, so it's our turn. Take care of them. I'll keep you posted on when they reopen. Good morning. I have Adam with me today and I'm very excited to talk to Adam. I have kind of known Adam from a distance on and off through when he was working for the news. Um, I know we went to the same gym and now he's kind of doing some cool stuff. Adam, thank you so much for joining me. Yeah, thank you for having me. Of course. So he, um, I know him from KHQ and he was doing the news there, uh, videoing, broadcasting, all the fun stuff. And now he's gone into the fitness world. He is now also, um, a stud. I see him all the time running, running, cycling, preparing for Ironman. So tell us a little bit about yourself um, and what you're up to right now and kind of a little bit of your background, how you got to where you're at. Yeah, sounds good. Um, So to start, I moved here about four years ago. So live in Coeur d'Alene, moved to Coeur d'Alene actually four years ago this week. So I made the trek from, um, I used to live in Maine. Uh, That's that was my market before I came here. Um, so it came from Maine to Chicago, where I'm originally from. And then in that week, it was five days of driving. So from Chicago to Lincoln, Nebraska, then uh, Western Nebraska and like Eastern Wyoming, we're about to have a blizzard. So like I went down and then went down to Denver. I had a friend of mine that I knew down there. I was like, hey, can I crash on your couch just for the night? And then came up to Casper, Wyoming, still blizzarding. So you got to imagine yourself driving a Honda Civic at this time. So probably not the best car, uh, but made it. And then from Casper to Missoula, then Missoula to here. Um, So yeah, I was at KHQ for two and a half years and I was the North Idaho reporter. I did everything that you just talked about, shot my own video, edited my stories and wrote them. Um, really enjoyed my time there, loved it. Uh, but I was getting to the point where I needed to, I wanted to take my career in a different direction. And so then I, you know, I was looking around and, um, stumbled across this company that I currently work for. Um, I'm in the sales and marketing team for this company called Ignite. Uh, they have an office in Spokane, uh, but they're headquartered in California and we sell software. Um, so it's not the sexiest thing on planet earth, but you know, it, it, it pays my bills now. So that's kind of nice. Um, yeah. And then since right around December is when I wanted to kind of dip my toes into the fitness industry and, um, became certified, uh, work with a buddy of mine named Craig Feisner. He owns Coeur or CDA fitness one-on-one here in town. And, uh, he's a really great guy and I appreciate him for, uh, bringing me on the team. So it's been fun really busy, but you know, it's been great so far. And training for Ironman. And training for Ironman. Yeah. It'll be my first full. So I'm, a, I'm excited, a little nervous, but it is what it is. Yeah. I mean, and you're just, you went from, I think more of like the power lifter, um, to this like lean fast 
athlete, triathlete, um, what made you switch from, I mean, cause I knew you from, I saw you at peak and I was I'm like, these guys are loud. They're like, have these huge weights. And now I see you running and I was like, Hmm, interesting. <laughs> this made you switch from, you know, lifting heavy weights. Cause I'm a, I'm an athlete. So the change from lifting to now endurance, it's completely different. Well, my background, I swam in high school and college. And, um, the worst part. So that, <laughs> exactly. That's what everyone says. And I'm like, well, this is, it's the easy part for me. And then it's demoralizing watching everybody blow by on the bike. Um, <laughs> but you know, it, I, I don't know. I was in this kind of frame where I was like, you know, I wanted to kind of test myself. You know, we lifted a lot of weights when I was in college, um, you know, to stay strong for the season and stuff like that, take on that bulk load. And then, progressed into like CrossFit, um, you know, when I got out of college, cause I had done that a lot when I was in, we would use that for, you know, preseason, uh, conditioning and then off season conditioning as well. And so then I got into that and then I was like, this is stupid. I don't like running all this all the time. And so I'd rather like just lift heavy weights. And so then I transitioned more into that. And I did that when I lived in West Virginia, lived in Maine and then lived here for a little bit. And so then it was right around 2017. So like right when I first moved here and I covered the half Ironman and I was like watching people bike by me and, you know, I'm sitting there getting my video and watching bike by me. And I go, I could probably do this, mm-hmm. you know? And I just, and it just like clicked in me, you know, like the competitive side, I was just like, I'm going to do this. And so like next day I was like doing research on it and like, to start. And then I joined, um, the master swim team. They, they practice at the croc center. Mm-hmm. And so then I got involved with them and then joined the quarter lane tri team, uh, about a year later, but I just, I, I train myself. Like I don't, um, well, I shouldn't say I train myself cause I go through programming and stuff like that through somebody else. But, um, but I also, that, that was so just like, it's just so nice now to like not feel as heavy as I was because I I bulked up like I was 245 when I moved here I'm like 190 right now and so I like my joints and everything just feel so much better and <laughs> you know and it's just like you know I I was looking at it the other day or maybe about a month ago and like looking at it where I was coming up to my second half Ironman to now and I was like 205 to 10 before my second one. And I just, I, you know, it's just kind of crazy to, to see that evolution and like know like where I was and where I am today. It's just like, I know that hard work, you know, just, just comes back to that common theme yeah, and being disciplined. Oh, for sure. And, and it's so funny to hear people's stories of when they got that Ironman itch. It's like, I was at the finish line or I was videoing these people and you're like, I can do this. And then you're so <laughs> inspired. I'm not saying I would ever do this because I hate swimming. Um, the only time I swim is if like behind a boat with a cocktail in my tube. Uh, <laughs> I'll stick to running what I know, but like I love that the finish line. You almost want to. You watch these people finish with these amazing stories, or someone that's like lost hundreds of pounds, or someone that's fighting something, or lost their parent. Like you just see these people, and you're like, oh my gosh, I want yeah. to man. And that's how they get you. Yeah, they they pull you in like that, and it's. I, cause I remember leading up 
to the half, you know, it was all that huge controversy around like, you know, that they're not going to have the full and stuff like that anymore. And, you know, I kind of, I was like thrown into the fire with that when I started at KHQ. And so, and, uh, but on race day, it's a completely different feeling. Cause then it, you, you see like the crowd and you see like all these people out and then you get to experience that year later, you know, like when you're running through like the Sanders neighborhood and people are like spraying you down with hoses and handing you water and stuff like that. It's, it's just such a cool feeling. It makes you proud to be here. Yeah. It's a, definitely, I love this community. I mean, we're very lucky. Um, speaking of this community, what is your uh, go-to favorite restaurant? In- <laughs> I would have to say crafted as, as, as cliche as that may sound. I don't know. I just, there's something about it. Um, I love the food. I love going there on Friday nights to watch the turtle races too. So it's fun. Well, and it's like a good atmosphere. Like if you want to sit outside in the summer, it's great. And you want to see what's going on downtown or, I mean, it's just a great, now that they have the igloos during the, like, yeah. winter, it's just so, and they have beer selection, now they have alcohol, so it's just kind of just a cool vibe. I'd say, and then a close second behind that is definitely moon time. Like, I took my parents there when they first came here, and they were like, this is, like, some of the best food we've ever had. Yeah. <laughs> I live on East Sherman, I live, like, two blocks from uh, moon time, so it's very dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Um, so are you currently reading any books? You have to say super inspired. Are you one of those people that likes to read um, inspirational books or anything like that? Is there a go-to book you're reading right now? It's the second time I've read it now. Um, you know, David Goggins. Oh yeah. And can't hurt me. That is like, I read that book last year around this time and it really changed my life. Like it changed the way that I like view certain situations and like I don't know. I was just very, there was a time that, you know, it was during that like powerlifting phase of mine that I really connected to. Cause like, I saw like in myself, like this bigger version of me. And like, I was like, hold on work. Sorry about that. You're fine. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, you know, I saw this just you know, this overweight, I wouldn't say overweight, but heavier version of myself. And I really connected to that. And I just was like, this, I'm, I'm like reading a book about myself. And like, I was struggling with like all these insecurities and, and like all this weight that I had put on. And, you know, like even for somebody that was still training for Ironman, like, you know, I was, I considered myself to be a little bit heavier. You know, my first year, I could have probably been in the Clydesdale division, but, you know, (laughs) but you know, I, after that, it just really, it really changed the way I view like every situation. Cause like my job currently, like I do a lot of like, as much as I hate to say it, you know, cold calling and, and yeah. cold outreach, you know, it, you just gotta have a little bit thicker skin. Mm-hmm. And, um, and like, that was something that I definitely struggled with, uh, when I was in news, cause there would be certain situations where like, if somebody like, I mean, it could be like a small critique and I take offense to it and then I'd be like, you know, and, and so like, I just, I just really opened, it really opened my eyes to like myself. Um, and, and that's where I am today and I'm, and I'm going through it again. Like I'm reading it again because like, I felt like kind of this lull in my like progression, I would say. Um, and so like, I just like needed something quick. And so like, I, I've got the audiobook and I have like the print version of it. Well, on my phone, but s- still. I love because it. Because the, 
Yeah. What I love is that you're able, I mean, I think that's really great in, um, to share the point of, I think men don't get to say they're vulnerable as much. They don't get to say they're insecure about their weight or how they look because you're supposed to be men and you're supposed to be just tough and handle this. So it is great to see also, you know, you be vulnerable and say, Hey, this is, I was insecure about this and this is how, what I did, but something like this book or, you know, your Ironman training or, you know, changing of careers. Like it's very important to share that. I think more men need to, because, um, I think it's very important mentally to, to share those kind of things. Oh yeah. Without a doubt. So if you were able to, if I gave you a billboard and you could put in its downtown Coeur d'Alene, what would you either have or say on this billboard? <laughs> I would probably have like something of me crossing the finish line for Ironman. And then like, like David Goggins quote of can't hurt me, like right across it. Mm, that's yeah. too. Yeah. I love that. Love it. So obviously you have had a different career path. Um, you've done news and you've done some sales and now you're doing coaching and fitness. Um, is there something along the way, kind of a life lesson you've learned the hard way? <laughs> oh yeah. Um, I'd say it's definitely failure isn't final. Um, and I'd, it was like right around the time. So when I lived in Maine, um, I, I took this job. So I, I was in West Virginia for my first television uh, station you know, this young guy fresh out of college and, you know, just kind of experiencing everything and then went on to Maine. And now you got to realize I was a morning reporter. So I worked the morning show and I was, it, it was completely new to me. And I, I failed, like fell flat on my face every morning. Like I would stumble through my script and, and, um, and I was only at that TV station for all of three months. Uh, before they let me go. And, you know, I look back on that and I think that that, you know, like how the rock talks about, like, you know, he was, he was let go after some production in like Vancouver. It's like, I had that same experience. And like, I was just so distraught at that time. And like at, at, at that time, it, cause I knew that I was struggling at work. Um, I was overweight and, you know, I, I used, you know, I used working out really heavy to kind of cope with that. And like, uh, there were definitely signs of like alcoholism and stuff like that. Like I was constantly just like going to the bar and getting hammered and, and it was bad. And then it kind of took, it took me, you know, moving here and like looking back on that to be like, that's not who I want to be. Like, that's not the person that I want to be. And, and I was just like, very, I was very frank with myself. I was like, I'm going to put a bullet in this guy. And like, I don't ever want to be that person again. And so, but I use that as like a learning piece for me as like learning that failure is definitely not final. Um, it's just, it's just a good stepping stone to overcome what you're going to come to next in life. Mm, that's so awesome too. That's, that's a great point. Um, and I think we all, and like you said, I mean, it's just great that you're vulnerable and you're able to like be frank with yourself and be like, this isn't who I want to be. This isn't what I, my, my dreams and my hopes of me being the best I can be. Um, so that's really great that you're able to identify that. And when you move to a community like this, that doesn't let you, um, especially being around so much of that fitness or that triathlon community or a sense of community, I think we're really lucky that the Coeur d'Alene area is such a community in like. We oh yeah. And that's, that. and that's the thing. It's like, 
you know, if I, if I was where I was in Maine, like there was a kind of a sense of community. So I was in Portland, Maine, and there was that small sense of a community, but it was a fairly decent sized city about a little bit bigger, bigger than here, but not as big as Spokane. Um, and I just was like, you know, I didn't feel that way. And so that's like why I'm like, just like so appreciative of this place. And like, I feel like I can, I can be myself here. Cause I feel like it's, it's exactly like where I grew up. Um, and like, so I, you know, for, for those that don't know, like the Chicago Metro is huge and it cover it, it comes into Indiana like this, like it wraps around the lake. And so I was from Northwest Indiana. And so the, where I grew up was about the size of post falls. Um, yeah. And like, you know, very close knit community, uh, loved each other. Like, you know, we had, I graduated with about four or 500 people, but it felt like I knew everyone. Mm. Um, and that's like, kind of like how I feel here. It's like, I feel like I'm home here and I don't see myself leaving. And I, I never would have expected that, you know, four years ago, I was like, when I took the, my job at KHQ, I was like, Idaho, what the hell's there? And then like, <laughs> you know, <All> right. <laughs> for somebody that's never been here, I was like, oh man, all they got is just like potatoes and stuff like that. <laughs> and now I get offended when someone's like, oh, Idaho. I'm like, no, that's Southern Idaho. It's a whole different state. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. So here's a fun question. Um, if you could have dinner with anybody dead or alive, who would it be and why? I'd say Michael Jordan. Mm. He's my childhood hero. You know? watching him i mean i i wasn't old enough to appreciate the the three peats right. uh kind of maybe towards the end in like 98 but like i you know i was born in 91 and um you know I, I i got to witness the tail end of it but now like going back like especially like after watching like the last dance and stuff like that you know it was just like so cool to watch that and like watch the kind of person that he was you know the, this very like tenacious competitor and that, that's like what draws me to be like better now. It's like, well, after watching that, I was like, holy shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> and it came out like at the perfect time too. like during we're all like at home. And I was like, this is fantastic. I can watch Michael Jordan. Like this is every time it would come out, I think it was on Sundays or whatever. I was like, yes, yeah, something to look forward to each week. <laughs> exactly. Um, uh, so we all are going through, like I said, COVID it has this pandemic elections. Um, we're lucky enough to live in a community that's a little bit different than these bigger cities that are still locked down, still can't do so much stuff. And people are, are mentally, physically, emotionally, financially going through something. I think at this point, do you have a piece of advice you would give to someone listening, going through kind of a, a rough patch this year? It's funny that you even say that because like, you know, back home for my parents and my sister, um, my sister, she lives in, in Chicago, the city. Um, and even in Indiana, you know, there, there it's everything is locked down and tough. And, and like my one thing is to, you know, I remember when the gym and everything was like just kind of closed and I was like, all right, I've got to like find some, some form of normalcy back to my old routine. Um, you know, cause I love, I get up in the morning, I go work out, come home work, um, or I would go to work. Yeah. Um, 
and just like that's what I wanted to do like I wanted to institute some form of like normalcy in my life um so like I'd get up you know if I couldn't swim that morning I'd go and run or I'd I'd hop on my bike trainer which is like right next to me um and I would do that like I just wanted to feel like I was in that situation of where you know I had a routine and I'm going to stick to it every single day does not matter if I'm locked down I'm going to stick to this this routine and I'm going to keep going and I I'm not going to lie to you I mean there were times where I was like I'm getting cabin fever like I was looking at because I got buddies of mine who live in Texas and I'm like I miss him I'm gonna start looking for jobs down there (laughs) it's it's so true too I think that's a great point that still keeping some kind of normalcy into your life um, something to look forward to, whether it's a routine or even like people that work from home, just get up, shower and get ready. You're not going yeah. to feel good. If you put on a nice shirt and, or you put on something that looks good, you do your hair, your makeup, or, you know, do whatever you need to do. And I think that's the important, that's very important is to like, don't just sit there and like stay in your pajamas all day and right. out. don't go. I mean, we go outside, get fresh air, do whatever it needs to. But I think you're, it's a great point is to keep some of that normalcy into your life. Yeah. And that's, and I still do that. Like I like to go out after my, after I eat breakfast, after I eat lunch, like I'll just go out for like a small walk after each one, after each meal. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's nice outside. I'm gonna go outside and get some fresh air. I mean, even in the winter time, it was snowing. I was like, well, it's still winter, but even when it was snowing, I was like, all right, I got to go outside as much as it sucks. I got to do it. It's so true too. And, but the thing is sometimes when it snows, it's actually kind of warm. So it's really nice. And sweet, but <laughs> We're getting to that point in that February, March, April, where it's like, is it going to be 70 degrees or is it going to be freezing and snowing? Exactly. <laughs> or just torrential rain. We just don't know what we're going to get. Each <laughs> so, um, so if someone's listening and they're really interested in getting hold of you, whether it's um, professionally, personally, they want to maybe uh, hire you as a coach, how can they get a hold of you or how can they get connected to you? I'm on Instagram. Um, and my account is public. So I used to have it private before I got into this. And then my Craig was like, yeah, you should probably put that to public. So that way you could, people can actually reach you. I'm like, you know, that's a great idea. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I'm on, I'm on Instagram at uh, last name. It's mayor, M-A-Y-E-R, two, three, two, nine. So as you can see, Michael Jordan, two, three. And then my birthday is March 23rd or March 29th. Oh, you're so yeah. 30. Can't Ooh, wait. What are you going to do for your 30th birthday? Anything fun? I don't know yet. I'm so, I would like to go camp somewhere. That's kind of like, I would like to go just like somewhere out in the woods. In March? <laughs> yeah, I, I know. Right. Like somewhere, I don't know. Cause like, I really have this itch. Uh, I just like got a new tent and I got a new car. So I'm like, all right, I want to like go somewhere, you know? Oh, you're, you're talking to the right person. I'm the same way. I'm a, I'm a van person. So uh... <laughs> of camping and being outdoors it's like my jam so I totally get it so leave us today um last question just leave us with some kind of I don't know positive advice um as we go into our day-to-day man you really put me on the spot now mm-hmm. I, I I'd like to do that once in a while <laughs> I'd say just don't be afraid to fail that's my big thing. It's like, no matter what, especially like in, in my role, you know, like you're cold calling someone, you're probably going to sound stupid no matter what. And, but like, take it as just like an, a learning experience. That's, that's the one thing I, 
I just like, no matter what that person says on the other end of the line, whether it's like frig off, never call me again, or like, oh, this is like, actually like really good. I want to see this. You know, I just, even if it's that negative on that other end of the spectrum, it's like, all right, I'll learn from it. What can I do different? You know, just just something simple. And so like, my big thing is like not being afraid to fail. Just go out there and, and make, do what makes you feel uncomfortable too. That's, that's, that's something great to lead with is do those things because you learn so much about yourself and you become like a big, like you're like a flower and you grow. And it's right behind you. It's, it literally says do hard things. Exactly. It's like, I knew you would like that one. So I <laughs> exactly. All right, Adam, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me on. Thanks for listening to keeping tabs. If you like what you heard, make sure you subscribe to my YouTube, Spotify, or iTunes to listen to all the great interviews. Keeping Tabs is all about people, telling the story of some amazing people we have in our community and across the world. So make sure you subscribe, like, and follow along.